Hi, I'm Jessica Rednicki with Reynolds & Reynolds. Welcome back to Connected. Today, I'm speaking with Peter Sidwell, Area Vice President of Sales for Reynolds & Reynolds, about identifying habits your salespeople should have to make your business profitable. Let's get connected. Peter, it is so great to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm uh, kind of out of my element here because I'm used to being in front of customers and not sitting in a desk. Well, hopefully we can make you as comfortable as possible on the podcast. And we're so excited to have you um, because you've been with Reynolds for a long time now. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk to you today is because you also have previous experience as a general manager in a dealership. So Peter, what I really wanna to talk to you about today is some of the habits that you identified in successful salespeople um, and maybe even a few of the tools that you're seeing being used today to fill gaps within the sales cycle. Um, so looking back on your experience as a general manager, when you were responsible for overseeing you know, the hiring, the onboarding and the success of your salespeople, what were some of the top habits or qualities that you looked for in a salesperson at your dealership? Well, number one was prospecting. Uh, they, they've got to be consistently prospecting, using references, gathering references. Number two is listening. You've got to be a good listener. Uh, number three, you, you got to know your product. And most importantly, you have to know your competition because you need to know what they're also looking at. Next, follow is key. It is absolutely number one. And then you need to prioritize your time to make sure that you're working on the, the best things possible in order to put money in you and your dealership's pocket. Sure, prioritizing your time is a huge one. If you're not working on the right things at the right time, how are you supposed to make money? Um, so, but all of the habits that you listed are, are great habits, but I kind of want to dive a little bit deeper into each one so we can really identify how salespeople in today's dealerships can get closer to attaining all of those qualities that you listed. So you mentioned prospecting is the first one. What, in your opinion, what do you think it takes for a salesperson to become effective at prospecting? Well, they have to have just absolute great discipline to make the calls. They've got to be fearless. They need to go and not be shy and make calls. They need to be professional, but they need to make the calls. And in this age, we're looking at data. We're looking at data at all the, all the time. So there is really great technology out there, which is what we refer to as predictive analytics. Is, is you know what? You might have a customer and there's information out there that that individual might have just got promoted. He has kids now. So the two-door vehicle of a, maybe a Civic is not the right vehicle for them. So you can tailor your questioning uh, around the predictive analytics that we can gather today. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, we've discussed it in previous podcast episodes, but like you said, if somebody, maybe they have a, um, a sedan and then they have children and they need to eventually upgrade into an SUV, that's a great kind of foundation to start prospecting. So great point. Um, and it's definitely important for salespeople to take advantage of the tools that they have available to them, like predictive analytics. So I would imagine that that's the easiest way to work smarter, not harder, right? That's it. Absolutely. Awesome. So Peter, the second thing that you mentioned was listening skills, which is my number one that's so important. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that. And I feel like 
Listening can be a little abstract and harder to work on. So how do you think that salespeople can improve their listening skills? Listening, I agree with you, is number one. Because there's a reason why God gave you two ears and one mouth. You should use the ears much more often than the mouth. So if you think about this in some of your best relationships that you have, if you're the one that's always consistently talking and talking about yourself, in many cases, your good friend or your customer at, the, at that point, they're not being heard. They're hearing you. So as a salesperson, the customer's needs need to be heard. So if you're listening, then you can listen and gather a lot of great information if, versus if you're not listening. And it's also very, very important to collect that information that they give you. Because over time, as we go through the months and the years and you're doing follow-up well after the sale, you need to take the time to take that information soon after the conversation and fill that into your customer name file. So you can organize that, it needs to be up to date. And so we can gather those notes as well as the purchasing history so that you can have really tailored approaches uh, in order to take care of your customers. They will be significantly wowed if you just take the short amount of time to take those notes right after the conversation. Yes, well said. You know, it's amazing because it sounds pretty simple and straightforward, but I think about my experiences with salespeople, not every experience, but some of them. And in most of those processes, I didn't feel like they, they knew who I was or gave much thought to, you know, my lifetime value as a customer. So I definitely think it's important that you make sure you listen so that you can put that into their name file so you have something to follow up on later on. Um, and I'd like to talk about another habit that you mentioned, which is the follow-up. So obviously it was important enough to make your list. So can you tell us why that is and then maybe expand on some ways salespeople can develop skills to get better at follow-up? Absolutely. So as I said earlier, follow-up is critical. It's critically important for many reasons. And let me kind of go through a few of the things that I believe are the top. The first thing is, is in order to build credibility and trust with a customer, you have to be able to get back with them on a timely basis. So they, they know that you really are listening to them and that you want to do and get what they really need. So it also speeds up the process because without the follow-up, you're relying on the customer to get back with you. And if they take the initiative and they don't feel like they're getting follow-up from you, they're going to explore other options, which means they're going to go visit other dealerships. And you don't want that to be the case. If you continue the follow-up and the conversation, then they're going to honor you in having a conversation with you and maybe won't steer away to another dealership. So, I don't want to be sounding like a broken record, but there are lots of tools out there for great follow-up. So to, he, to help you keep these information and the tasks so that you can have the most professional follow-up. I, I personally use Outlook. I love it. And it's impossible for me to remember every conversation I have with a customer. Um, one, you're having good listening. Two, you're taking good notes. And you want the customer to actually see that you're taking notes because when they see you're taking notes, that shows to them that what you're saying is important. 
And I think that is very critical. And that kind of leads me to my, as I indicated earlier, prioritizing your time. If, it, if you can use systems, and there's great CRM systems out there to remind you and to take those notes that you've taken the time to, to put into the customer records, it will make your job an absolute dream. So if you list your daily tasks, you lay those out and basically the order that is best for you and the dealership, um, then the bottom line is, is you will be the most successful salesperson out there. It's, uh, it's working smarter, not harder. And I think you mentioned that earlier. Exactly. Peter, and I love that you mentioned Outlook because here at Reynolds, we actually have to take a class called Working Smarter, Not Harder. And learning Outlook and how to use tasks in Outlook is part of that class. So I am also a fan of Outlook. Um, and I love that you can, you know, add, like you said, add your notes, drag in your appointments and everything's there all in one place for you. Um, yep. So very insightful information. And I just want to thank you again for sharing your tips and, you know, your top habits for highly effective salespeople and sharing your past experience with us. Um, while we have the audience today, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Uh, and first of all, thank you. I appreciate your time as well. And it, it's nice to be able to share best practices. That's how we all get better. No, not one of us is perfect. I, I am far from perfect, but that's how you get better is you, you, you kind of fine tune, tune your tools. So I'll kind of end it, and, and, and all my sales team knows this spot on. It is all about effort and passion. So the effort has to be key, has to be number one, and then you've got to know your competition better than you, you because there's going to be customers out there that are going to do crazy amount of research on vehicles, and they're going to know it better than you do because you have 30, 40 different vehicles you have to know as a salesperson. So... You've got to know your product as well as your competition. And you have to have the passion because when passion is delivered during a sales process, customers feel it and it makes them feel good that you have that passion. And I, I just think it's very, very, very important to have that effort and passion. 100% agree. Peter, thanks again for being here today. Thank you. Peter shared some great information on what it takes to be successful as a dealership salesperson. Before we hop off, just a quick reminder, you can watch or listen to past and future podcast episodes on YouTube or Apple and Spotify podcasts by searching for The Connected Podcast. Subscribe on these channels to get notified every other Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you in two weeks.